Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Well, it's funny because I actually met my wife at Javier's. Uh, so that's, that's a Dude. special spot. I ended up bringing two girls with me to because I was nervous about it. And it was a group date. After the dinner, I ended up getting in the car with her and going home and not going to the club with the other chicks. And it was it, that's, that's it's been it's been that ever since. Hey everybody, what's cracking? Welcome to the Jim Rome Podcast, where today we begin a brand new era of the original hustle. The post-episode 300 era. And for episode 301 today, I tracked down a nine-year vet of the association who is now making waves in the best way possible in the content game, in the media game. He was the 38th pick in the 2011 draft. He played for the Rockets, the Mavs, the Grizz, and the Hawks. He's a former SEC Player of the Year. He's a former small forward. He is Chandler Parsons. Nowadays, he's co-host of FanDuel TV's Run It Back alongside Michelle Beadle, Sham Sharinia, and Lou Williams. So, he's up on the association, he's making it in the media space, and I cannot wait to get caught up with him. So, let's get right to the conversation. It is episode 301 with former NBA or Chandler Parsons, and it's coming at you right now. Chandler, Jim Rome. So, dude, it's been a minute. You guys are straight. Well, first of all, really good to have you on. Thanks so much for making time. And number two, man, be real with me. Where are you right now? Right now, I'm on the 11th hole at Sherwood. And, uh, hey, hey, Chandler. Hey, Chandler. Not, Chandler. I could not hop on and talk to my boy today. Hey, Chandler, I was going to say, forgive me for using this language. Shut the fuck up. You're on at Sherwood. <laughs> I'm not making this up right now. I'm actually about to go hit my uh, my third shot on a par five here with you on the with you on the horn. Hey, yo, dude, manicured much? How nice is that track? I mean, I think a lot of people listening know that track, but for those who don't know that track, how nice is that track compared to other tracks you've been on? Ah, uh, dude, it's so nice. I started playing golf like three years ago during COVID, and I live at kind of out this way towards Sherwood, and it was uh it was a no brainer for me to join this and uh. You know, I love it. I think it's the best course all in in L.A. Uh, as far as like the hang, the course, the food, everything all in. I think it's the best. I'm going to be real with you, dude. First of all, I didn't know that you were out there. I didn't know that you were a member. I grew up in Hidden Hills. And for the longest time, this is where I wanted to live. So I met my wife in San Diego. She's from Long Beach. And my thing always was, we need to live at Sherwood. We need to move to Sherwood. It is the nicest neighborhood. And I'm not even a golf guy, but I'm telling you, it's the nicest neighborhood I've ever seen in my life. So I didn't know that you were out there. It is all that, man. It is a beautiful place. 
Yeah, it's the best. And actually, I was in Malibu and I just moved to Hidden Hills. So I'm, I'm in your old stomping ground. So dude, I grew up in Hidden Hills. Oh, I, there we go. Yeah, it's great. I got two kids now, Jim. So it's, it's where everything was kind of starting to go towards. And I got married after I stopped playing. So it, it, it's the best move. And now Sherwood is like my second home. I'm actually looking at a lot out here. I might end up building out here once I'm fully done with kind of the L.A. Yeah, you do, dude. I, now, now that we're talking about it, first of all, Chandler, you've got this thing set up perfectly. If you live in Hidden Hills and you're a member at Sherwood, you are absolutely crushing it. But if you want to hit the real home run, man, buy a lot in Hidden Valley. I think those lots are like 20 acres, right? Oh, yeah. Those are nuts. Those are a little bit out of my... That's the new NBA money, Jim. I don't got that. <laughs> Dude, that is so great. I wish... I would tell you one more thing. I'm not going to ask you what street, although I want to know. Hidden Hills right now is very different than it was when I grew up. We moved there, Chandler, in 1976. Literally, you know the Sagebrush Cantina, which is still there. When I moved there as a kid... Dude, it was a dirt road. In, in the mid-70s, it was the Sagebrush Cantina and nothing. It literally was a dirt road. Oh, dude, now it's still, they got Stamos over there playing acoustic on Tuesdays. And, Come on. You know, ever ever since the goddamn Kardashians moved to Hidden Hills, it's become such a thing. And now now it's like 60% celebrities and 40% kind of inheritance of uh, some old wealthy person that, that died and left it down to them. So it's, it's a hell of an eclectic neighborhood, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, no, it's incredible. It did not used to be like that, man. There used, there was always this kind of like cult to Hidden Hills. Those who lived there, I never really understood it myself, but those who lived there loved it, and I went to Calabasas High School, so I got it way before oh, wow. it became that thing. Calabasas High School was brand new when I went there back in the day, but dude, I love, I love that you're there. I think that's really cool. Listen, the thing is, it, what's really amazing about that, Chandler, one, that you're on Sherwood doing this conversation and interview while playing, I was going to start you off, you know, we every day you're on Run It Back on FanDuel, we'll talk about that, but I was going to start you off with my favorite thing whenever I think about you, the fact that you and the Gators slapped the piss out of my gauchos in the Southeast region in 2011, and to this day it pisses me off. you got to be real with me, dude. Do you even remember that game? Just be honest. Do you even remember that game? The gauchos was, uh, that was the UC Santa Barbara game? Yes. Yes, I remember because they had a kid, Orlando Johnson, who was an NBA prospect. So I wanted to make sure we busted his ass, and he still got drafted ahead of me. I think. Oh, dude, that is incredible. <laughs> that is incredible. You do remember that game? Did you just say we wanted to bust his ass because he got drafted ahead of you? Well, no, he was on all the draft boards and stuff, and he was he was like their guy, and I I, I didn't really have I had no beef with him. But it's funny because every every wing I play in college I was a four-year guy and I felt like I did everything right I was player of the year I came back to my senior season for some reason especially nowadays that's tagged as a bad thing it's almost like there's no potential now with this guy and there's no you know it's he's tapped out and if he was good enough why didn't he leave earlier so I think that game in general that was a big you know I think it was a first round game actually and so that that was awesome so my apologies for sending them home early there coach yeah, dude, I, lo I love that, and I know you're not sorry at all. I remember watching that game at my house, not in the 818, but the 949. I had my dudes with me. I had Kyle Brandt. I had Chris Mannix. We Actually, were watching it. it. Dude, it sucked. On it. it sucked, but thank you very much for taking me uh, down memory lane like that. Hey, dude, how are you nope, hitting them right now out of curiosity? If you picked up the game three years ago, that's amazing that it took you that long to pick up the game. How are you hitting them? What's your number? You know what's crazy is being from Florida, too, I, I'm surprised I didn't play. And I'd go around in college and mess around and stuff and hit the ball. And 
and now after three years of playing, the first year I was pretty pretty unscorable. Now I got down to about a 10-11 handicap Ooh. where I can go and I can travel. And the Sherwood 10 is that's that's dangerous. It, it travels well. Sherwood's tight, it's long, the rough is no joke. So I'm a I've gotten pretty good with with the time I've spent and haven't taken many lessons either. So I just kind of go out and love the gambling, love the camaraderie, love the shit talking. I'd expect no less, dude. I'd expect no less. It is the great equalizer. Hey, Chandler, do me this. I, I, I know I know that you've told this story, but I, I think it's such an amazing story. And I bring this up to kind of name drop and get you into a great story. But Kobe used to live here, not far from me. And I've told the story that a few times a year, he would thumb me out a text, and I never knew when it was coming. But effectively, he would always say the exact same thing. Kind of like, yo, fam, hobbies? question mark and it was like the bat signal dude i would drop everything i would head over to javier's chop it up with the man you've told your own version of the kobe thumbing out of text when you were a young guy playing for the rockets can you just indulge me for those who do not know the story because it's incredible can you tell it one more time what happened yeah well it's funny because i actually met my wife at javier's uh so that's that's a special spot which one which one crystal cove no, the one actually in Century City in L.A. It was funny. I had like a night planned out. Oh, it was supposed to be dude. like a, a situation where I'm meeting my wife. But it was like a set-up date. She's a twin. And I ended up bringing two girls with me to because I was nervous about it. And it was a group date. And so I ended up after the, after the dinner, I ended up getting in the car with her and going home and not going to the club with the other chicks. And it was, it, that's, that's, it's, been, it's been that ever since. Are you craving some protein after a good workout? I always am. Listen, this time don't make a shake or eat a bar. Grab a bag of beef jerky from Old Trapper. Old Trapper beef jerky is tasty and tender and made with real strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a wood fire. And it goes with you wherever you go, to the game, to the gym, to the beach, anywhere at all. Look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. Clone. If you do not see it, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Oh, Trapper, what's your beef? Oh, dude, this shit's getting better and better and better. I cannot believe you met your wife <laughs> at Javier's. That Kobe. shit That's is incredible. Oh, dude, that is incredible. I, I may like that story better than the Kobe story. Tell the Kobe story, though. Yeah, so the Kobe story, long story short, is... uh. Basically, I was a I was a rookie, and I had a game when I was on the Rockets against the Lakers. And Mikhail's basically telling me he's the head coach of the Rockets at the time. He's telling me like, "Hey, don't talk to the guy. He's gonna try and get in your head. First of all, he's gonna bust your ass." Like, like he's like kind of <laughs> this was his way of motivating me. And sure enough, fourth quarter comes along, and Kobe looks at me at the free throw line. He's like, "Hey, you guys going out tonight?" And I'm like. Oh fuck, he's doing it, and I'm gonna bite. And I'm gonna bite. And so I, I then like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll get your number from Jordan Hill. Jordan Hill just came from the Rockets to the Lakers. He's like, I can get your number from Jay Chill, and uh, I'll set you up. And I'm just thinking, like, all right, yeah, whatever, man. totally. And then sure enough, we go to we go to Catsuya uh, right there in LA Live, and yeah, I get a te- I get a text on my phone, and I'm sitting there with like Marcus Camby. Sam D'Alembert, Chase Budinger, Courtney Lee, all these vets. I'm the young guy on the team. And it says, you're all set up at Supper Club, Dash Mamba. 
And I'm like, all right, come on. Like, who's fucking like this? Someone's pranking me. Like, this is some sort of rookie hazing. Again, long story short, I'm leaving out some details here. But I get a phone call. It's from his manager, his assistant. Sets me up. At this point, we go. We're having a blast. I remember J.B. Bickerstaff, head coach of the Cavs now. He was an assistant on the team. He's there. All the assistant coaches are there. And, you know, 2, 3 a.m. comes around. And this waitress is just beelining to me with the check. And, yeah. and, and there was a lockout. I was on a second-round 38-pick salary, which is not, not, not the most money when you're looking at the grand scheme of things of the NBA. And I look at it, and it's like twenty-four, dollars $22,000 check. And I'm looking at this. My dad at the time was doing my finances. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I can't afford this. He's going to be so bad. I'm sweating. Your ass, man. The old man's going to bust your ass. Oh, but I got to look cool in front of my teammates. What do I do? And the lady, I'll never forget the lady. She was probably like 21 years old. The girl hands the check and goes, sign for Mr. Bryant. Mm. And I signed it. And I signed a 20,000 plus check at a club as Kobe Bryant. It was the, I, I peaked that day. So let me tell you about something. The other day I come across a product that all of us should be carrying around. It's amazing. It's something different for fresh breath. It is an incredible product called Zellman's Minty Mouth. And guys, it is a game changer. If you're up in the grill of somebody else and you're making your case for whatever it is, make sure your breath is fresh. Zellman's cleans your breath in a way that other mints don't and can't because it's not just a mint. It's a functional breath freshener capsule that you swallow. It's clinically tested against the toughest offenders, even garlic and onions. You just pop two or three in your mouth, suck the minty coating, then swallow the capsule for the confidence of fresh, clean breath that lasts for hours. The product is nothing. The product is like nothing else you've ever tried. It fights bad breath in your mouth. It then goes right down to your gut. This is the ultimate hack to get rid of coffee, garlic, or smoker's breath. You're going to like having the confidence of long-lasting fresh breath, or you get your money back guaranteed. These folks will give you your money back. Not that you're going to want it, but they will. They've got free shipping if you order three packs or more, and trust me, you're going to want more. And nobody likes to pay for shipping. Go to Zellmans.com right now. That's Z-E-L-M-I-N-S.com. Right now, you'll get 15% off when you use the promo code Rome. Z-E-L-M-I-N-S.com. You do have to use the code Rome to get your 15% savings, R-O-M-E. Dude, it is such an amazing story. Can you tell me why Why do you think, I mean, he because he's the Mamba and he was a tremendous dude. But why do you think that he did that for you? What do you think that connection was? Well, you know, he did an interview after the game too, how he was saying he loved the way I played. I was going to be a bright young player in this league. And I had used the PT, Baron Spatos, who was his everyday guy. So I had some sort of connection to him, but I didn't know him, dude. And you hear ruthless things about the guy. Oh, he's a savage and, you know, he's not very nice and, but I, I never had that experience with him. From day one, he's always been awesome to me. And even outside that that club, uh, the, the club bill thing, he'd always looked out for me. I'd hit, I'd hit him with investments and what to invest in, what not to invest in. Um, he was always, you know, one text away ever since that night. And it really just transpired from nothing. Yeah, that is so great. That is such a great, great story. And there's so much more to the actual story. Chandler, really quickly, so like, I mean, Mamba, it's just, it's so surreal, right? Does it still hit you sometimes? Like, that didn't really happen. I can't believe that guy's not here. How often do you think of him? 
man, all the time. It, it's, it doesn't seem right, does it? It's, it's not fair. It's, it, it's just crazy. The guy was too good of a dude, so much life to live. Him and Gianna, it just it doesn't seem right. And it, it's it's sad. It's crazy. It's been four years ever since that, too. And uh, like I said, he's, he's a legend. His name, his legacy will live on. And everything he did off the court uh, was truly special. And, yeah, it's, we, we lost a good one that day. No doubt. So, like, it sounds like, hey, hey, man, must be nice. And it is nice. You know, you've set your thing up. You've worked real hard for it. You've got the family. You've got the house. You've got the golf game. You've got the track. But you're working it. You're also in the content game. How much fun are you having working on Run It Back on FanDuel? And how would you describe the show for those who have not seen it? Uh, dude, it's so much fun. So FanDuel TV, it's, it's a new thing. Obviously, it's the second year that we did it. Last year was kind of the kickoff of it. And it's me and Sham Sharanya and who's he, he, he's the gossip. He's the team. He gets all the, all the breaking news. Uh, Michelle Beadle, who's, you know, a very well-known host that used to be with ESPN. And then this year, uh, Lou Williams is my, uh, is my co-host here. I'm, I'm, I'm teeing off real quick. Let me get one do, second. Do what you do, dude. Long and straight. How'd that go? Sounding good, good, dude. I'm, I'm glad there's not a video on this team box here. <laughs> um, no, but it's great. It's, it, there's something to say about starting something from the ground up and doing it and building it with these with with this team and everybody. You know, it's on the production side and the director side. It's been so good, and it's basically an NBA show. We do it four days a week, and now after All Star Weekend, it's taken up to five days a week. And since you can catch it on Fanduel TV, it's podcast you can listen to or watch the show. And we're basically chopping it up on, on all NBA content, news, recaps, predictions. We have a gambling segment. Uh, we have a lot of cool guests on. So it's 7 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Eastern, Monday to Friday. So check it out. It's called Run It Back on FanDuel. It's been a blast. I never thought I'd get into the media space. And I did, honestly, that, that all the smoke podcast I did where I told that Kobe story kind of kickstarted it where I really enjoyed it. Uh, and you see all the numbers and all the all the money these guys are making these days. It's nuts. So you can really make it a career. Dude, you know what? You can. You can, but not many can. You know what I mean? If, you, if you're somebody who can cut through the clutter and cut through the shit, you certainly can. But there's a lot of people doing it. They're not making anything. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved for only a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everybody feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Hey, I want to protect the identity, protect the identity of the others, but can you tell us who's rounding out that foursome or no? Yeah, you know what? I'm golfing with John Barry right now. Dude, shut the fuck up with that. No, 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 no. No, no, I'm, I'm going to repeat that. Shut, shut the fuck, fuck up, with, up with that. John Barry it has John legendary Barry. jungle roots. John Barry was responsible for bringing me to Sacramento. Hey, he said you were responsible for bringing him to Sacramento. He said, that's damn, you're damn right. 
Yeah, he's he's a Sherwood guy, Jim. He's out here. Dude, how uh, is JB living these days? He was a legend on the show. John Barry said, uh, Hey Rome, I could I said to him, he's like, Come to Sacramento. I'm like, JB, if I come to Sacramento, can you get me C Webb? Can you get me Mike Bibby? He's like, if you come to Sacramento, I will get you everybody. And he did, dude. He did. <laughs> Yeah, he's awesome. We've gotten really close just because he's kind of in the everyday game out here. He's he still goes back and forth from Atlanta and LA, but his girl is out here, and then so he's a stick, dude. He's he's a scratch to plus one. He can really. I'm really not surprised, ball. dude. I'm not surprised. You get you tell him I said what's up. I still love him. Who else, man? Who else is playing? Uh, today, that's all you would know. I got a, I got my other boys, Jules and Bert, going out here. These are just these are just Calabasas guys that come out here. And, that are that are that are free to play on a Wednesday morning. <laughs> it's so good, dude. You know, you're, you know, you're doing something right if you can golf at you know 9 a.m. on a Wednesday. It's so great. Before I let you go, I mean, dude, you're so good to share your time, especially in the middle of a round. What did you make? Did you see Golden State at the trade deadline? Woj had this. Woj and Ramona Shelburne had that story that Golden State tried to make a run at LeBron at the deadline, and Jeannie Buss said, yeah, I don't want that to happen, but I'll check with LeBron, kind of gauge his interest, and LeBron said no. Could that have ever in a million years have happened, and what would that have looked like? I don't think so, Jim. I think it was all smoke. I think, you know, you heard the rumors before the deadline that maybe they were looking to move him or that he wanted out. I think... I, I don't see that happen. I also see today that you know Daryl Morey was 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 asking for him and then called Phoenix on there on all three of those guys. So who knows? It's actually true. I mean, listen, LeBron even at his age right now is the top five, top ten player, which is which is a whole other story. The guy's unbelievable what he's doing. Um, but I, I couldn't see that really happen. Now I can see him kind of figuring out, seeing his son's situation, because you hear all these rumors how Bronny, wherever he goes, LeBron's going, and then he obviously had the setback with the heart issues and whatnot. But now that's a situation where I do think a team will take a chance on Bronny just to be able to get a you know a one or two or three year rental of LeBron if he's still putting up you know the production that he's doing this year, which he's showing no signs of slowing down. But uh, I, I that the LeBron to the Warriors are just certain things that just don't sit right or don't feel right. That, that that's one of them that I just can't imagine. I can't imagine seeing happen. It's kind of like Clay getting traded. I can't see them. It feels like that's kind of coming to that where one of those guys, Clay Draymond, someone's got to go. You know, something's got to be done. But no, nah, LeBron to the Warriors. I, I I I'm not buying that. And I agree. One last thing, Chandler, you, your situation was totally different, and I wanted to end because, like, your vibe is so good, and I'm so happy to hear that you're doing as well as you are and, like, physically, mentally, the whole thing. But you mentioned Clay, and, again, your situation was totally different. I'll ask you about it before I let you go. But that, that, that thing about Clay not long ago where Clay was saying, hey, man, it actually sucks. It sucks not to be the guy that you used to be. It sucks when you're used to being this guy. Can you kind of relate to that on any level? Like, what is it like for any great, proud athlete to want it so badly but not be able to do what they used to be able to do and know it? Yeah, I went through that a lot quicker than he did. And obviously, he's had a you know historic Hall of Fame career. And uh, it's tough, man, because no matter what, happens in your career you're always you have the higher expectations for yourself than any fan does than any coach does than any media does so clay's going through something that you know we all end up going through i went through it a lot earlier with my knees but it's tough because you like i said you have the expectations you feel the pressure you want to live up to your you know your 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 legacy and your contract and your team's you know faith and belief in you so 
it's tough. And and he knows more than anybody oh, that right, he knows that it's 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 not who he used to be. And those days of him being a go-to guy or even a two option, that ship has probably sailed. And I think now he's starting to realize that. Now he's trying to start to say the right things, how he needs to play with his joy, he needs to play with his fire again, just have fun and enjoy this kind of latter part of his career because he's got nothing left to prove. He's got, he's got a Hall of Fame career. He's won all the championships, all the All-Stars, all the, the gold medals. So now that he's starting to realize that, I think everything else will kind of slow down, open up, and you actually start seeing him play a lot better in basketball. But when you have that burden on you, it's it's not fun, man. And, it was, it, it was shitty to see him kind of go through that because he's an awesome dude and a hell of a player. Dude, I can't say how impressed I am with you, honestly. I, I'm so glad that I can now add to the list that when I think about you and your NBA career, I think about that and in addition to you kicking our ass, which I did take personally, but I did forgive you for. Dude, I am so glad that you're an 818-er, that you're in Hidden Hills, this year at Sherwood. You are the first ever guest. Dude, this is podcast number 301. Nobody has ever done an interview, much less one that good, in the middle of a round <laughs> with an old-school jungle guy in JB. Like, dude, you have no idea how pumped I am about how that just went. So, dude, I appreciate you so much. It is so good to get caught up, and that was absolutely awesome. Awesome, dude. Awesome. No, man. Thank, thanks for having me. I'll hop on anytime and you come on running back. We'll get you on our show. We'll have to get you out here with Tom Barry and we'll get you we'll get to go off when you're back. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Holy shit. I was looking forward to that. I had a feeling that that was going to go well, but I had no idea that that was going to go that well. Where the hell do I even start? He met his wife at Javier's. Even crazier, I had no idea. I mean, that was totally organic. I had no idea that he'd ever been to Javier's, knew of Javier's, much less met his wife at Javier's. And he's out on the links with my dude John Barry. John Barry, a jungle legend from back in the day when he ran with the Sacramento Kings. And my guy lives in the neighborhood where I grew up, Hidden Hills. I mean, the whole thing is just wild. It's crazy. And I'm sure that I was not the only one who got plenty out of that conversation because that was amazing. Oh, oh, and another thing. We've never in 300 episodes conducted a podcast interview slash conversation with somebody in the middle of a round much less a round at Sherwood, which is arguably one of the top 10 golf courses in the world. So my thanks to my dude Chandler Parsons. That was incredible for carving out the time in the middle of that round and bringing it. See, that's exactly why I'm still doing this pod, even after 300 episodes, because where else could that happen? That was not set up like that. That was not like, hey, man, you know what? Why don't you go out to your track, your home track, and let's do the interview that way. That'll be fun. I had no idea. We just called him, and that's where he was. See, that's what happens on the original side hustle, and that can't happen anywhere else. So 
What you should do is subscribe. Smash that button, and that way you know every single time a new episode drops like F302, it will land next week, and you will not have to go looking for it. It will find you instead. Do that solid for me. I appreciate it, and I will see you next time right here on the Jim Rohn Podcast. Peace.